Welcome back to the Rebel Business Podcast, a no BS conversation about success, entrepreneurship, and what it means to build a business on your terms. I'm your host, M. Huckstep, a corporate dropout turned online business expert, and I'm here to change the way you think and do business for the better. Each week, I will be sharing inspiration, stories from people I think you should know, and strategies that will help you grow your business online, all in a way that feels really fucking good for you. Hello, and welcome to this episode on how to enjoy selling, how to sell without feeling sleazy. We're going to cover marketing, money, selling, all of that stuff because it is something that comes up for almost every single person I've ever worked with. And I've worked with hundreds of entrepreneurs, whether that's in a group program or one-on-one or a workshop, every, like almost every single person has had an issue with selling. Either they don't know how to sell, they don't know like what they should be saying to sell, they feel uncomfortable selling, they outright avoid or hate selling, they have an issue with money or marketing, and generally like the feelings that come up around selling are quite negative. And I just don't like that. I think that that is wrong, and I'll tell you why. There is nothing inherently wrong with wanting money and wanting to make money, and there is nothing wrong with selling. Selling is portrayed as this like evil thing that is greedy and bad and we shouldn't do it. And actually, if you don't sell, you can't make an impact with your product, whatever it is you're selling. So if you are a coach, how can you help people unless you coach them? You can't. And how do you coach them? You sell spaces on your coaching program. If you have a product and it's, let's say, a period cup, You have a period cup that's sustainable, ethical, it's going to change the lives of so many people, but you don't want to sell it because you feel gross selling. Well, those people are going to miss out on the opportunity to experience your amazing product and feel like a fucking badass when they have their period just because you don't want to sell to them. You're doing them a disservice by not selling to them. And something that you have to remember is that Your dream customer, the person that you dream of buying your product, is waiting for you to sell to them. That is like mindset shift number one. Your dream customer has been waiting and looking for a product like yours and is literally waiting for you to sell the thing that they need. Like that's what you have to take in. People are waiting for you to sell to them. So... In this episode, I'm gonna talk around money mindset because selling and money go hand in hand. If you think your selling mindset is off, it's probably something to do with your money mindset and your marketing mindset around being seen. And I'm also gonna share with you my signature marketing method. And I don't include the words marketing or selling. It's based on your customer. It's the method I use with my clients and it's a method that I think really humanizes the experience so it feels good and expansive. So let's dive into it. Some reasons why you need to sell. Well, number one, like we just said, you can't actually serve 
your customers unless you sell to them. So that's the mind, mindset shift number one. Instead of telling yourself, selling is gross, selling is sleazy, selling is hard, you need to start saying, selling is how I serve. Selling is how I spread the message that I am putting out into the world. Selling is how I make an impact with my work. Selling is how people can experience my amazing products. It's all very well and good you believing in your products, but who can experience them if you don't sell? The other reason you need to sell is that selling will help you live your values. So in business, especially in business coaching, one of the first things that we'll we'll do with clients is ask them about their values. Personal values, brand values, because when you know your values, and if you don't know what I mean by values, your values are a set of words or terms that you live your life by. So one of your values might be, you know, abundance. It could be nature, it could be family, whatever. But they're a set of guiding principles for you and your brand. And if your value is, let's say, freedom or travel or family, having money will enable you to experience freedom. It will enable you to travel. It will enable you to spend time with your family. So I want you to start building the connection between your values, the things that are important to you, and the money that you are earning. Because when you can earn money, you can then focus your time and energy on your values. Um, The other reason you need to sell is because without it, and this is going to sound harsh and take it as it is, I say this with love, without selling, you simply have a hobby. Now, before you come at me, if you want to have a hobby, that is fine. That's your prerogative. Do what you want to do. You do you. But if you want to have a business, if you want to make money, you have to sell. You can't make money without selling. Sounds really simple, but it's true. Like I said before, your dream customers are waiting for you. They are waiting for you to come up with the product that they need, the products that's going to help them reach ABZ, ABC, <laughs> ABC, fuck Emily, for fuck's sake, ABC. You know, if you're client, you know, you're like, so in, uh, kind of going on a tangent now, but bear with me, your dream customer will have goals and struggles, and your product will help them either reach their goals or work on their struggles. Your customer cannot do that unless they have what you are selling. They'll go and find it somewhere else, and they'll give them their money. (laughs) Another reason why you need to sell is free doesn't equal kind. We saw this a lot in the pandemic. People were giving away everything for free because they felt bad. That is not good energy. If you're gonna give for free, give because you feel expansive and it's abundant and you wanna give and it lights you up and you're doing something meaningful, impactful. Give because you wanna be generous. Give because you have stuff to give. Don't give because you feel afraid and scared that people won't buy from you. They're they're two very different things. I give a lot. I volunteer at two charities, one of which I mentor young entrepreneurs for free, and I work with a local charity. It's part of my business plan. I want to give, I want to be generous, I want to give my time, my expertise. 
I also give free spots on my programs. I don't market that because I don't want everyone to have it for free. I want to get paid. But I give free spots to people that need it and that will get a lot of value from it. So I can give for free, but it's coming from a place of I have enough to give and I'm giving because it feels good and because I can see it's there's a need, it's making an impact. I'm not giving because I feel guilty or bad. And that's why most people give for free. Um, and finally, selling and money and business is a feminist issue. We need more women, more marginalized communities to sell and make money. Like we just do, we need a shift of power. That's all I'm gonna say on that. So those are the reasons why you need to sell. So I want you to feel empowered with selling and not bad, not guilty, not sleazy, but all of those issues, pick the issue, pick the, the topic that I just mentioned and pick the one that feels most connected to you. That's your new reason for selling. So when we think about selling, selling is basically building connections, building connections, having conversations about the things that you're selling, all of the issues and topics that surround it. It's about building a sense of community. In, and then it's about converting. Like most people think selling is about the transaction, which is really the end point. The transaction in a sale is where the money is exchanged for a good or service. And actually the whole process of selling is before that. The whole The process of selling is built through those connections. The process, is se process of selling is built through conversations. Even if you're not going on your Instagram and saying buy from me, you're still selling in a way because you're promoting yourself. So I want you to think of selling really as just promotion. You are promoting your products or your service or yourself in a way that says to your customer, and this is where we're going to get onto my signature marketing method, you are saying to your customer, I see you, I hear you, I understand you, and I can help you. Those four things are how I run my marketing. I see you. How can you tell your customers that you see them? How can you tell your customers that you see their needs, their goals, their desires, their struggles, their values, them as a person? How can you say to your customer, I see you? And then I hear you. Now this is where you're saying to your customer, I understand the questions that you have for me and I'm gonna answer them for you. I understand that you're going to have questions about how my product works and I'm gonna tell you. I understand or I hear that you, you know, have um, a concern and I'm gonna, I'm gonna alleviate that concern. So I see you is about really understanding who your customer is. I hear you is about knowing what they're gonna ask about your product. I understand you, this is number three, I understand you. This is you saying, I get it. I get that you have maybe bought these products before and they haven't worked, so I get that you're afraid. Or I get that you have this goal but you don't think you can reach it. I get it, I understand you, I relate to you. This is where you build trust. And then finally, I can help you. This is where you sell. Because this is where you say, I get it, I see you, I hear you, I understand you, and now I can help you. I have this product that can help you. And 
The reason you have to go through in that order is because if you go straight up to somebody and say, I can help you, they're going to be like, what? How? You don't know anything about me. So you have to build up trust and connections and relationships by saying, I see you. I get it. I get where you're at. I understand your goals. I understand your fears. I understand your struggles and your concerns. I see where you're at right now in your life. I see where you're at with whatever, you know, in relation to whatever you're selling. I hear you. I hear the frustrations. I hear the questions. I have answers, right? This is where you're building rapport. I understand you is when you're really relating to that person. And you're like, you can trust my brand because of this. You can trust my brand because of X, Y, Z. This is where you really go in with like things like social proof and testimonials and FAQs. So this version of marketing, in no sense are we pushing a product. All we are doing is understanding the buyer's needs, their wants, we're listening to them, we're understanding them, we're getting to know them, we're building rapport, connection, trust, and then we're saying, I can help you. I have a product, I have a service, whatever it is. This is where your self-promotion comes in. This is where you say, this product has these features, this product has these benefits, this product will help you achieve whatever it is. So when you view your marketing and your selling as just connecting, promoting, nurturing relationships, all of a sudden it doesn't feel gross or icky. So I really, really want you to start to approach your marketing with this ethos. So those four things, if you've got a pen, write these down. I see you, I hear you, I understand you, I can help you. Every time you go to promote something new, I want you to ask yourself, how can I tell my customers I see them? How can I tell my customers I hear them? How can I tell my customers I understand them? How can I tell my customers I can help them? The answers you have to those questions will be your marketing strategy. That those answers will fuel the content that you put out there, the promo that you do. So marketing doesn't have to feel gross. If it's feeling gross, it's probably because you don't have a clear view of your customers and you don't have a very good relationship with money. So in terms of money, let's talk about money. Money is again, you know, selling, marketing money, they come up for almost everybody that I've ever worked with. You have to heal your relationship with money and spending and earning if you want to bring more money into your life. It's really quite simple. It took me a long time to come to terms with that. Even the first time I heard the term money mindset, I was like, what the fuck is money mindset? I don't really understand what it means. And it simply means how you feel and respond to money that's it. It's how you feel about money and that is based on your upbringing, your childhood, the stories that you've heard around money. It's how, you know, it's your habits of spending money. It's how you talk about money now. It's really just everything to do with the emotions behind money. And then your relationship to money and the way you manage money is really how you are looking after your money, how you're treating it. And um, Something that I always like to get my clients to think about as well is, you know, 
like let's take a new business for example um and there's a new business and they are let's say they're a yoga teacher and they've just launched this business they've got an online studio an online membership and after three months they're saying this business needs to earn me money this business needs to support my desire to leave my nine to five this business needs to you know bring me what i need the way that you're talking about that is putting so much pressure on the business and putting so much pressure on the money within the business. Now, if we reframe that and imagine that you're talking to somebody, your business as a person, so somebody like think of somebody now in your life, imagine a friend and imagine that friend is your business. Would you say to that friend, you need to earn me money. You need to make me money. You need to make sure I leave my nine to five. No, you wouldn't because that's too much pressure for anyone. Instead, how would you approach that conversation? You would say, what do you need from me so that you feel good about making this money? What can I do to support you making more money? And the, the kind of point of this is that you have to be compassionate towards your money and your business. You have to be respectful. You cannot treat it like it's just this entitled commodity that you are owed. It, there has to be a level of respect. And again, this is one of the hardest things that I've had to come to terms with. I mean, my relationship to money when I was growing up was pretty poor. I, I don't mean in that I didn't have money, but I mean, it, it was my relationship was poor in that I didn't look after it. As, as soon as I turned 18, I kid you not, I went to London, I got a credit card and I bought a Louis Vuitton handbag. <laughs> the day I turned 18. That is how little I respected money. I didn't try and earn that money and then go and buy myself a £400 handbag. And bear in mind that's £400 like 15 years ago. Oh my god, longer than 15 years ago. How old am I? 16 years ago. 16 years ago, I went to London, I bought myself a Louis Vuitton. Did I earn that money? No, I just got it on a credit card. What did I do with the rest of the money on the credit card? I spent it on nights out when I moved to London and then I paid it off, or I think my dad paid it off. And what happened to the Louis Vuitton bag, you ask? Well, I went and sold that at a like secondhand shop and did I have the receipt? No, because I was 18 and I didn't respect anything when I was 18. I got, <laughs> this breaks my heart to tell you how much money I got for that bag. Just like guess for a moment before I tell you. How much do you think I got for this bag? Bear in mind I spent, I think it was 450. It was Louis Vuitton Speedy Classic. If you know it, it's kind of like a tote bag. It was, it was like a medium size. It was beautiful. And it was about 450 pounds. I think now they're like, 800 pounds or something, which I think is like, I don't know, a thousand, twelve hundred dollars. I'm not very good at conversion, so don't ask me. I sold it for 60 pounds, six zero pounds. I could have cried. I probably did cry because I didn't have the authenticity receipt. And I remember thinking at that moment, I have just sold this bag for 60 quid. And now I have, now I don't even have a fucking Louis Vuitton bag. And I sold it because 
at the end of my year in London when I was 18, I had no money left. My parents had just been like, no, we're not bailing you out anymore. And like, you have to learn. And I so I sold this bag for 60 pound because I needed, you know, money to live. And I remember it so clearly because that is what it was like up until I was about 25. My relationship with money was very poor. I didn't respect it. I didn't treat it well. I never checked my bank balance. I also once remember, and I'm sure other people have done this as well, but not putting money into my car to get fuel. Um, and, you know, talking about it now, I know that it's a privilege to even have the money to go and get fuel. That's, that's not what this is, but I'm just telling you this story as an anecdote. I didn't put money in to get fuel. Instead, I went on a night out. And then the next day, obviously, driving to work, my car had no petrol and I couldn't go to work. And we lived near a petrol station. And I asked my dad to come and bail me out yet again. And do you know what he did? He said no. <laughs> and so I had to get somebody off the street to push my car into the petrol station. And then I rang him again. I was like, Dad, please, I have no money. He came to the petrol station, he gave me five pounds. So I put five pounds of fuel in and I still didn't learn my lesson. And this went on for years, honestly, years. And then I met Ian, my husband, and his relationship with money was very different to mine, but we, you know, we had to talk about it. And then obviously then I, you know, got into personal development and, you know, really for me, personal development was around self-respect and self-awareness and money came into it. And I remember my very first coach saying, what's your relationship to money like? And I was just like, oh, I don't really know. I, I don't go there because it causes so much pain. And I've had to do a lot of work on it to heal this, this fear of money. And so the reason I'm telling you this is because your fear of money is impacting your selling experience. Because if you're afraid of money, you're not gonna be able to sell. Um, and even now, you know, there are still some times when I catch like old habits coming through with money and I have to catch myself and deal with it. Um, you know, I still occasionally feel like I don't know what I'm doing with money, but I'm always learning. You know, I've, I've, I've invested in courses and programs and membership. I've done lots of practical money management, kind of skills and lots of mindset work around money. And I'm still learning because I think we're always all learning. Um, but the point is, is that your relationship with money will impact your selling experience. And so what I'd ask you to consider as you're listening to this is what am I afraid of with money? What things am I afraid of? Like, how do I feel about money? What's my primary emotion with money? What money stories are keeping me from selling? And what do I believe to be true about money? If you can think about those things, you'll really understand your relationship with money. And once you understand your relationship, you can then work on healing it. Okay, so when you think about selling, it's not just, you know, this is why we kind of delve into this. It's not just, it's never just the sale. It's never just the transaction. It's everything that comes before it. So I hope you found that really helpful and insightful. And I look forward to speaking with you more about money and selling. This is going to be some topics that I share a lot more about because I feel very passionately about selling, about money, about earning, about marketing, but I always want it to be human. I always want it to feel expansive and 
Like, it's not, you know, there's no, there doesn't have to be any bullshit around it. So, I hope you've enjoyed that episode. Please let me know on Instagram at mhuckstep. If you have any questions that you want me to answer around money, you can also drop a voice note in the um, notes below. So you can just leave a question to do with money and I can answer it in another episode. All right. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next episode. Friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Rebel Business. Please, if you like the show, rate and review, subscribe, tell all your friends. It would mean so much to me. And if you have a question about anything, anything that I've spoken about, business, life, whatever it is, feel free to leave me a voice note. There's a link in the description below. And of course, share this episode with all of your friends. Just screenshot this episode, share it on Instagram, tag me at mhuckstep, that's at E-M-H-U-C-K-S-T-E-P. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.